0: section three of Dallam's travels with an organ to the grand seigneur fifteen ninety nine sixteen hundred by thomas Dallam. this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by sue anderson march fifteen ninety nine the twentieth day the wind serving well we passed the north cape and entered the bay of portugal the twenty third we recovered the south cape then we were becalmed for a time the twenty fourth there came an infinite company of porpoises about our ship the which did leap and run marvellously the twenty fifth we saw two or three great monstrous fishes or whales the which did spout water up into the air like as smoke doth ascend out of a chimney sometime we might see a great part of their body above the water the calm did yet continue the twenty-seventh having a very fair wind the which did blow a good gale about twelve or one of the clock we entered the straits of mar mediterranean in despite of our enemies at the entry it is but three leagues at the most from shore to shore in my thinking it seemed not to be above three miles but the reason of it is because the land is very high on both sides spain on our left hand and barbary of the right on spain's side we did see a very fair town or city called tarifa the which stood very pleasantly close to the sea. On Barbary side, there is a mighty mountain of rocks, the which they do call Ape Hill. Seven leagues further, on Spain side, there is a very strong town called Gibraltar. This town lay very fair to our view. It is very well fortified and of great strength. There doth also lie a great number of the king of spain's galleys and men of war to keep the straits on the east side of the town there is a great mountain whereon a great part of the town doth stand this mountain is very upright on both sides but on the east side it is so upright that no man can go to the top of it it stands crosswise to the sea on the fore end there is a strong bulwark by which means the town is more secure we set out from plymouth the sixteenth of march having then very cold weather and no sign of any green thing on trees or hedges and the twenty-seventh at the entering of the straits the weather was exceedingly hot and we might see the fields on both sides very green and the trees full blown the which unto me was a very great wonder to find such an alteration in a eleven days right over against gibraltar on Barbary side there is a town very fair to our view called seyuta this town is walled about and the fields about it very pleasant and of good soil though on both sides of sea there is huge mountains and ragged rocks on the east side of this town a little there is a large and strong bulwark or fort and the like is on the west side the king of spain doth also hold that town being in barbary a little further on the coast of spain there is a town called marbella but i could not well discern it for the fog which at that time lay upon the sea the next town is called grand malaga and then salobrena which town is forty leagues east of gibraltar the twenty-eighth of march we sailed still along by the shore of spain where we might see upon huge mountains great store snow that doth lie there continually and yet in the valleys below it is very hot the twenty-ninth day we sailed by the shore of africa the thirtieth day we entered into a harbour in barbary called algiers when we were upon the sea before the town it made a very fair show it lieth close to the sea upon a very upright hill the town in proportion is like a top sail it is very strongly walled about with two walls and a ditch the greatest part of the town or houses in the town have flat roofs covered artificially with plaster of paris a man being on top of one house, may go over the greatest part of the town. Diverse of the streets are very narrow, and uneasy going in them, for the town stands upon rocks. Above the town, upon the top of the hill, there is a castle, the which may command the road or a part of the sea before the town. Almost a mile from that castle, into the country wards there is another castle the which is guarded or kept by a certain number of soldiers but as far as i could learn it is but only to keep the head of their springs of water which come to their fountains in the town for the turks drink nothing but water and they say that horse and man may go under or in the earth from that castle to the town i and three or four more went yet a mile further into the country where we saw another castle the which as we did think was made for the same use we went so far into the country at the request of mr chancy who was our physician and surgeon for the sea he went to gather some herbs and roots this day being the last day of march it was a wonder to us to see how forward the spring was trees and hedges were full blown corn wheat and barley shoot young oranges and apples upon the trees and coming again into the town we met moors and other people driving asses laden with green beans to be sold in the market as they went along the street they often would call to the people and say balak balak that is to say beware or take heed we saw diverse moors come in riding all naked saving a little cloth before them like a child's apron some of them did carry a dart others a bow and arrows THERE BE ALSO A GREAT NUMBER OF JEWS, BUT THE GREATEST NUMBER BE TURKS. THE TOWN OR CITY IS VERY FULL OF PEOPLE, FOR IT IS A PLACE OF GREAT TRADE AND MERCHANDISE. THEY HAVE TWO MARKET DAYS IN THE WEEK, UNTO THE WHICH DO COME A GREAT NUMBER OF PEOPLE OUT OF THE MOUNTAINS AND OTHER PARTS OF THE COUNTRY bringing in great store of corn and fruit of all sorts and fowl both wild and tame. There be great store of partridges and quails, the which be sold very cheap, a partridge for less than one penny and three quails at the same price. There be also great store of hens and chickens. they be hatched by artificial means in stoves or hothouses without the help of a hen the manner of it i cannot at this time plainly describe but hereafter i may if god permit they have also great store of camels asses asnegos portuguese for ass oxen horses and some dromedaries there be a great number of turks that be but renied christians of all nations some but most are spaniards italians and other lands adjoining who when they be taken are compelled so to do or else to live in much more slavery and misery but in process of time these renied christians do become most barbarous and villainous taking pleasure in all sinful actions but that which is worst of all they take most delight in and that is they prowl about the coasts of other countries with all the skill and policy they can to betray christians which they sell unto the moors and other merchants of barbary for slaves there are in this town great store of hot-houses or baths the which they call baños and also cook's houses that dress meat very well the next day after we came into the road the king sent word to our captain THAT HE SHOULD COME UNTO HIM AND BRING WITH HIM THE PRESENT WHICH HE HAD TO CARRY UNTO THE GRAND Seor. SO OUR CAPTAIN WENT UNTO HIM AND TOLD THE KING THAT THE PRESENT WHICH HE CARRIED TO THE GRAND seigneur WAS NOT ONLY A THING OF GREAT SUBSTANCE AND CHARGE, BUT ALSO IT WAS DIFFICULT, CURIO, AND WOULD ASK A LONG TIME TO PUT IT TOGETHER and make it fit to be seen. When the king understood what our captain had said, he would give no credit unto his words, but kept him as a prisoner, and caused me and my mate to be sent for. When we came before him, and were examined, he found us to be in the same tale that our captain had told. And then was our captain released, and we discharged, and. The king sent our captain for a present aboard our ship, two bulls and three sheep, the which were very lean, for they do think the worst things they have is too good for Christians. They are all in general very covetous and use all the policy they can to get from the Christians, lawfully or unlawfully, as much as they may. The TURKISH AND MOORISH WOMEN DO GO ALWAYS IN THE STREETS WITH THEIR FACES COVERED AND THE COMMON REPORT GOETH THERE THAT THEY BELIEVE OR THINK THAT THE WOMEN HAVE NO SOULS AND I DO THINK THAT IT WERE WELL FOR THEM IF THEY HAD NONE FOR THEY NEVER GO TO CHURCH OR OTHER PRAYERS AS THE MEN DOETH THE MEN ARE VERY RELIGIOUS IN THEIR KIND and they have very fair churches, which they do call mosques. End of section 3.